Hello and welcome to the first episode of Good Money Habits. My name is Julia Shortinghouse and I do have to start off with the legal disclaimer so let me get that out of the way first and say that this episode is intended to be in gen general information in nature and might not be appropriate for your personal circumstances. The idea to produce this series is actually a project that I've been working on in the background for nearly a year now and had intended to produce a professional podcast series with the help of my friends at Media Stable. However, with everything going on with coronavirus at the moment, I've made the decision just to produce a, an unapologetically raw and unedited series. Um, so whilst that's not going to be great, uh, it kind of feels okay at the moment, um, if, if, as that's just the way it is. What this series will be is it will be real and it will be down to earth and it will be reliable. Well, that's certainly my, my three goals. So why am I doing this? As a financial planner uh, for a number of years now, I've been watching the ever increasing pressure of legislation and compliance, which has led to inevitably increased uh, costs in producing advice. And what that has meant is that a lot of people who really do want assistance or even your average Australian are largely shut out from accessing advice, um, which really bothers me, particularly given we have one of the most complicated tax and superannuation systems in the world. Navigating that landscape for the ordinary, ordinary Australian or the everyday Australian is literally a minefield. And even more so now in this new world, we find ourselves with COVID-19. Um, and we do really need to find new ways to overcome those barriers. So the goal of this series is threefold. One is we will aim to provide reliable and easy to understand what I'm calling financial education, which is the what. And then we'll focus on, in, in conjunction with that, uh, tips to develop good money habits, which is the how. The best analogy I can give you as to why those two things are important is it's a bit like diet and exercise. You generally know what you should be eating, you know what's good food, what's what's not, you know what exercise you should be doing generally and how much of it and how often. But it's actually in the doing that is the challenge. So here the hurdle is ensuring that we give you the knowledge or the what and then we share with you some of the tips on how to move forward with the how. So in terms of habit formation, I'll be talking a lot about that throughout this series, but the way I think of it is it's uh, good to think about whatever you choose to do, try to stick to it for about 90 days so that it does embed um, and become a true habit and, and really just becomes something that you do rather than something you think about, it becomes automatic. So the world of finance is riddled with jargon, um, so I'm going to do my best to strip that back for you and explain through the use of stories and everyday language um, what different concepts mean. And if I can give you one tip is don't be hard on yourself with this stuff. Um, just don't try and do it all at once. Just try and focus on one thing at a time. And the great thing about doing this in this way is that you can pause, you can stop, you can go back, you can listen to it again and, and do it in your own time. With so much uncertainty and change that's going on for most of us right now, maybe all of us right now, I've got no doubt that for many, the last thing you want to be thinking about right now is money. And certainly the stories that I've been hearing um, through colleagues and family and friends about people being stood down, many taking pay cuts, 
So, so many people that have always acted responsibly and lived within their means suddenly find their means has been taken away without warning and through no fault of their own. And it's simply devastating. My view is that I believe the government has done a remarkably good job given the scale of the problem, the unimaginably, unimaginably tight timeframes that they're working within and they need to work within to get help out there as soon as they possibly can. Um, some of these decisions are quite frankly historic in nature and were simply inconceivable just weeks ago. But because of these things and for those reasons, the assistance is and will continue to inevitably be uneven. Some people will in fact thrive in this situation and others are already and will continue to take and some haven't felt it yet but there will be significant blows to come and we will be asked to make sacrifices that we all know we must make. So my goal with this series is to aim to produce an episode every week on a different range of topics and whilst that is my aim, my, my good friend Danelle did give me some good advice and said to me to remember that I'm only human as well, I'm going to have good and bad days, there may be some weeks where um, I'm particularly busy and I need to prioritise my family and my clients and that just needs to be okay um, but I will in, certainly endeavour um, uh, to, to do that and ensure that the content that's produced is, is high quality. So the way I'm going to do it is the first seven series will form what I'm calling the foundation series because I'm conscious that everyone will be coming to this with different levels of knowledge and different backgrounds and different experiences with money. So we will start with the basics and we're going to build from there. In terms of my own personal why, um, I'm not driven or drawn to finance because I have a desire to necessarily be wealthy or have material possessions. Those things are nice. Um, what I really care about is financial security. And for those of you who logged in through my Facebook page, you might have noticed that the photo on the cover page are, are stones that are delicately balanced on top of one another on the beach. And that analogy is important for me to understand the why and the framework for why this matters and why this is important. So if you imagine that each of those stones represents a different element of your life, so the, the base stone, or I, I view the, the, the stone at the bottom as the financial security stone, and then above that you have things like diet and exercise, sleep, your relationships, family, your social life, your career, your emotional well-being, your contributions to community and so on. All of those different elements of your life coming together. And at the moment, that financial security, that base stone, is either highly unstable for many or it has been completely ripped away. Um, so in that sense, where people may already have been feeling anxious about money before coronavirus came along, that's been amplified and intensified for a lot of people. And in that environment, if you're feeling that way, then inevitably you're probably not sleeping very well. And if you're not sleeping very well, then you're maybe not eating particularly well. We've all seen all the memes about pre-ISO and post-ISO um, and you know that that's a really that's a real challenge for a lot of people because our daily habits have um, and our daily rituals have suddenly been broken and we find ourselves um, in, in a scenario that where that's just disconcerting for a lot of people so if you're not um, eating particularly well um, you're probably not sleeping very well because you're feeling anxious and then with all of that together um, good luck with the motivation to try and go and exercise <laughs> Um, so this series is about getting a bit of control back and building up your knowledge and if, if things have gone haywire for you, 
thinking about the other side. So what will you do differently on the other side? And what tools and information and knowledge do you need to build a plan, a personalized plan that's gonna work for you and your family to ensure that you do whatever is within your power to never find yourself in this situation again. Um, so let's talk about ways um, in which we can, we can balance that financial um, security stone through this series. So right now, as hard, as hard as it is for all of us, we do need to focus on what we can control. So the seven episodes, let me talk you through them and what I'm planning to cover. Firstly, I want to cover the three financial, the three fundamentals of financial education, which I see as being compound interest. My team hear me bang on about that all the time. Inflation, diversification. So there are three concepts I'm going to talk you through. Um, we're going to look at goal setting, the importance of that, developing a budget. I don't really like the word budget. I prefer um, a money plan. So you choose whatever language um, suits you. Um, setting up your banking for autopilot. So it marries up with your goals to really improve the chances of hitting those goals you're setting. Um, and I will touch on cash flow manage management tips for small business uh, and even medium-sized businesses. Um, that's pretty scary for a lot of businesses right now, particularly if revenue is significantly reduced or for some it's disappeared altogether. You do have to take the time and understand though, what are your expenses, what are your obligations, what are the levers or the, the cushions that the government is trying to provide to protect you and, and what decisions can you make now to try and ensure that you buy yourself as much time as possible. Um, think about that hibernation concept that the Morrison government has been talking about. The second episode, I'm going to talk about debt. I'm going to talk about different types of debt, credit cards, buy now, pay later, think after pay, personal loans, mortgages. What's good debt and bad debt? We hear that all the time. What does that really mean? How to get bad debts under control? What is a mortgage offset account? How do they work? That might sound pretty simple, but sometimes these are concepts that we take for granted and actually they're a little bit abstract and, and they do need a little bit of time and examples and stories to be able to get your head around what that means. In the third episode, I'm going to talk about insurances. Um, how much do you ideally need? What are the different types? How do you own them? How can you structure them? Importantly, what are some of the tips on how to make it more affordable? Really, really important right now for people, I imagine. Episode four will be superannuation. So I can already feel the energy of some of you going, oh my God, I just don't want to even think about superannuation. Um, although some of you are probably thinking about it more now than before, given the government has announced early access for some people. So we will talk about that at that time, who's eligible. And importantly, I really want to provide some information so that you can make some informed decisions around understanding what the consequences are of that early withdrawal. For some people, it's going to be critical. It's going to be a lifeline. It's going to be necessary. Um, but for others, they may have a bit more choice around whether they do or don't pull that lever. So I want to share with you what the potential impact of that decision today is on your future. And that will depend on your age and how much you have in super and a range of different things. Episode five, I'm going to touch on retirement planning. So things like how much do you need to be a self-funded retiree if that's what you're aiming for? Um, how does a government pension work? I imagine that a lot of people who were previously ineligible may now find themselves eligible as their super balances have inevitably reduced in value and we may find that property values in general decline so those with investment properties might find downward revaluations mean that they fall within the, the limits. So we'll talk about that and we'll try and 
give you some tips on how to go about applying because quite frankly it's a pretty daunting process and it's not particularly easy um, but we do um, have some tips there that we can share. Episode 6 will be on estate planning. Um, a friend of mine I was speaking to yesterday who's a lawyer um, said that she's busier than she's ever been. Her phone is ringing off the hook with people wanting to do their wills right now which was um, a rather confronting thought. Um, so we will talk about wills, we'll talk about testamentary trusts, what are they, do you need one, um, why do they matter, enduring powers of attorney, enduring powers of guardianship. Um, we'll also talk importantly about what assets automatically go to your estate and what assets do not. A lot of people think that when you die everything goes to your estate and it's simply not the case. Um, so let's talk about what that looks like and what are some of the decisions or things you need to think about um, with those assets that don't automatically hit your estate. So for those of you who are quite advanced in these areas and have a high level of financial education or literacy, then you might just like to check in after episode seven when we're going to move into some deeper dive um, content uh, thereafter. So a few final things. One is my observation is that I feel that one of the great challenges of our time is not access to information, but what information is actually reliable and trustworthy? Been fortunate to work in the financial services industry for over 20 years now, and I've built some wonderful relationships with many clever, ethical, hardworking and generous peers and colleagues and indeed friends. Um, and I will be calling on some of them in the weeks and months ahead to share their wisdom and their specialist experience and I have no doubt that they would be more than willing to do so. So I will be uh, pulling in pl financial planners, accountants, lawyers, economists, fund managers, you name it. Um, the guys who um, have specialisations in particular areas. Um, that I think would be really beneficial to share. So um, for those of you, um, uh, my friends and colleagues, you know who you are. Um, if you're interested, start getting yourself in that headspace now. Um, and if you're happy to get involved, I will be in touch in, in the weeks and months to come because um, I do believe there's some really valuable work that we can do uh, right now when it's really needed. Um, so to finish off, um, I will be referring a lot to the ASIC Money Smart website, which is www.moneysmart.gov.au. Um, it's a resource that I direct a lot of people to. It's a great starting point. Um, there's a lot of fantastic information in there. Um, and for those of you that are interested in working through the foundation series with me, your homework, if we're going to call it that, um, I've got online homework on the brain with two teenagers in the house, um, to get ready for episode two, familiarise yourself with the budget calculator. And if you want to get ahead of the class, maybe start to work your way through it um, and, and thinking about what does your household budget look like. Um, can I also ask that um, if you can please post onto the Money Habits page any topics um, you would like us to consider adding for future episodes. If it's not my area of expertise, that's absolutely okay. Um, I'll endeavour to find out whose it is if I don't already know, um, and I'll do my best to get some quality, uh, reliable content out there for you. So I guess um, last thoughts would be, right now, it feels like we've all lost so much. Our ability to embrace family and friends, our social lives. You know, I'm really feeling not being able to do sport. Rowing's a big part, big part of my life. Not that I've been rowing in the last uh, few months, but um, now that I can't do it, I feel like I miss it even more intensely. Um, our daily routines, um, and dare I say, perhaps even a loss of innocence to some degree. However, 
on the other side, the one thing that I know myself and a lot of other people have complained about for a long time now is not having and not having enough of is time. So for those of us whose important job it is right now to stay at home, we now have more of that one thing we never had enough of before. So let's use it wisely. Um, if I was recording this in the fancy studio, which was the plan, um, I probably would have added at the end here the song, We're All In This Together. Um, and let's just imagine that, I guess, for a moment. Um, so if I can just sign off by saying, stay safe, everyone. And remember, we really are all in this together. See you all next week.